127th episode. It's right. 127. We've done this 127 times now. Um, oh, man. It gets better every time. I want to cut my arm off like the guy in 127 hours. That's what this podcast has done to you. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's how I feel about the Nick Nick Nurse playing their starters into the ground. But um, oh, you want to jump into that right away, don't you? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> say that. But we got. I mean, we have to start with the best team in the Western Conference. <laughs> as of, Ooh, I thought you were gonna say best team in the league today. No, I'm not. I'm not going that far. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about both of both who I think the best team in the league is and the best team in the West right now. Um, the Pelicans is who we're going to start with. They are, I believe, they're sixteen and eight now. Eighteen um, and eight. Eighteen. Wait, eighteen and eight. Eighteen and eight. Yeah, you got two wins that you don't even know about. <laughs> wow. <laughs> three. I said. I said fifty. No, I said. 60. Oh, you said fifteen. Yeah, three. No, I said sixty. But um, <laughs> anyway, so that's great. Um, they have won seven in a row. All of them without Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones. On which is that that's crazy. Yeah. Offensive rating, they're <laughs> fifth. Defensive rating, they're third. I've been trying to figure out the defensive rating stuff all morning. I don't <laughs> like they're switching a lot, and Daniels is really good. Um, if but if you think about our starting lineup, like without Jones, it's Zion, not a plus defender, probably. McCollum, no. definitely not. Um, Valanciunas, I don't know. I, like Nance is so good off like the average. Bench. Alvarado's good off the bench. Marshall's good off the bench. Daniels is amazing. We'll get to him in yeah. a second. Um, it's just surprising how they're doing this on defense. But the catalyst has been giving Zion the ball and scoring the paint, doing these inverted pick and rolls where Zion has the ball and either McCollum's a screener, Alvarado's a screener. Um, sometimes they do the big, big pick and roll with him and Valanciunas. And I don't, I don't know how you stop that because you've got yeah, Zion turning the corner and yeah. <laughs> Valanciunas rolling. Don't stop it. And then they're both in the paint. And even if we miss, we're getting a rebound. So um, it's been a juggernaut. It's been really fun to watch. They beat Aro's team twice over the weekend. Um, All right. Well, why you got to say it like that? <laughs> what do you mean? It happened. <laughs> All right. It happened. <laughs> Uh, is it not true it, it is true it is true the first game you look pretty bad yeah the first game was pretty was close until the end second game went to overtime um and pelicans kind of pulled it out second game booker did not play but you know ingram and jones are out for both so yeah and Everyone's already, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so First game on Friday. This is the one. This is the one where Zion dunks at the end. Chris Paul gets mad. Blah. blah, blah. I was not mad for the record. If, if no one like saw I don't my tweet, think anyone besides the actual players were mad. Like, yeah, like even the like most of us on Twitter that I saw didn't really care. Like either didn't care. Or they were like, "What are we like? Why are we bitching about this? Like, there's just no point." Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I think it would have been like more respect, more disrespectful if he was just laying it up, which is like an obvious. No, would have been. <laughs> I'm running up the score kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just that was like a that was like a home team 
get the fans and, and he, kind of thing. It was like a cool dunk. Like it wasn't just like, you know, yes, two-hander was, or something. It was, like, it was like a cool dunk. Like, yeah. Um, he did like a sort of like a 180 windmill sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it went through the legs too. Like, yeah, it, was it was awesome. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so ever since the Raptors game, he's been playing out of his mind. That Raptors game where there was no CJ, uh, Ingram was still out and Jones were still out. And it was kind of on him to run the offense. And he had, I think he had 33 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. And yeah, the Raptors haven't been great this year, but that's a team that can really take away your best offensive player. Um, and he just destroyed them pretty much single-handedly. Um, and that's when the tide started sort of turning. And that's when I sort of started taking this team more seriously. Um, and I think what you're seeing now is without Ingram out, they're kind of forced to have Zion initiate more stuff, which is what they were doing um, not last year, but the year before where Ingram was sort of not, he was sort of attacking, attacking off the catch. Like he was still very efficient. Um, but it was really that point Zion thing that's, that caught on. And if they're going back to that, it's definitely the way to go. I mean, his per 36 stats in, in that, in that season two years ago were, were ridiculous. Um, he's the only player he's one of, okay. He's one of two players ever to average 25 points per game or more on 60% shooting. And that was, he did it, he did it two years ago too. He's doing it this season. Who do you think the other player is? 25 on 60%? 25 points on 60% shooting. Probably like Giannis, maybe? No? Like how far back am I going? I think 80s. 80s? Yep. 80s. Hakeem? I'll give you one more guess. Uh, I don't even know, dude. Who, who was it? Moe's Malone? It's Kevin McHale. <laughs> In Kevin McHale did that? Yes. No. So, I like I like that because I like McHale. Um, yeah. I underrated McHale. Love it. Herb Jones, I mean, he's he's impactful for us, not as quite as Ingram. He's he's kind of had a down year this year, honestly, shooting-wise. But um, the fact that our defense has been this good, third is ridiculous. I never would have thought that would, that would be even – in the like that's the upper stratosphere of what i thought we could ever achieve with this team um being top 10 in both offensive defense is usually a sign of a true contender and now that we're top five in both if they can keep this going they probably will be the one seed i don't think that's going to happen i think the defense will drop off at some point but who Maybe. knows? Like, I, 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 know. I, yeah. it's kind of crazy that they're even doing this. Um, and that that's coming from Dyson Daniels, who's been starting um, in place of uh, Jones right now, and Ingram. Really, we've kind of we've kind of messed kind of messed with the rotation with both of them being out, but he's he's starting um, for the time being until those guys get back. He's the fourth ranked player in the whole league in estimated plus minus on the defensive side, so defensive EPM. Wow. Um, and he really gave Booker trouble on Friday. He held him to one of seven shooting um, when he was the primary defender. Um, it's kind of a, it's almost becoming a thing of like we have too many guys, but we saw the Warriors do this last year where they kind of had eleven guys who could play. Like Devonte Graham is now our eleventh man. Mm-hmm. 
which is crazy, wow. which is a crazy position <laughs> to be in. And like, he could yeah. be someone that we could trade to like the Lakers and get, get a That's real piece bad. back. So it's like, yeah. it's, 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 it's a team that could maybe look to consolidate, but I don't want to mess anything up if we're going to be a top three seed, like as long as we're up there, I, I don't, it's not, if we're hosting a playoff series in the first round, like don't mess anything up. Cause we're all, we're already ahead of our trajectory. It kind of feels like Memphis, honestly, um, last a year, little bit, yeah. like where it's a young team sort of ahead of schedule around one star. And I don't think Zion is quite as like, the stuff that he's doing is not quite as like crazy on a highlight level as what job was doing routinely last year. Um, but on a team success level, it's kind of like they have a lot of guys, their defense is good for being such a young team. Uh, the shootings there, uh, Murphy's been starting with Ingram out too. And he's been really good. He, he basically only shoots threes, but every game he's like three for six or two, two for five or four for seven, you know, like, He's a great shooter. He's a great defender, um, really uh, rangy athletic wing. Um, and Alvarado and Najee Marshall are real players. Um, I was more confident about Alvarado based on what he did in the playoffs last year. But he had, I mean, he had 38 points in a Denver game. Um, yeah. Last week. That was uh, last <laughs> yeah. Um kind of like won the game for us with that and Marshall's just really solid defensively um he gets a lot of steals and a lot of blocks um he was not someone I mean I would I was not thinking he was someone who was going to be impactful for us as we become like a real contender um if that's if that's what we can say but um I think you guys are at the point where you can say that now I don't know we're it's still early (laughs) I want to see like our schedule hasn't been tough. It hasn't been easy. Like, yeah. But I mean, you got what the win over Denver, two wins over the Suns. You know, health excluded. That's still tough. I think the only. I think we got three. yeah the win over the Warriors. Did as we well. beat the Suns earlier this year? No, no. Because I know we beat da- we beat Dallas without everyone and that was the game that murphy went crazy off. um yeah. we've beaten the warriors twice but i think they rested all of their guys in both games um beat I'm the Raptors right at blowout um but did denver rest their guys no denver that's had, a, denver that's had a everyone i think um yeah, yeah they had everybody so I don't know. This has been really good. Um, I, I guess, I guess that's the way they're going to play now. Like that wasn't really the case. Like with Valanciunas, you're, I guess, I guess Valanciunas is probably going to still be in a drop, but when it's Nance, you can switch. And um, Zion has not been like caught really ball watching during this win streak, which has kind of been the problem. Like that's big. <laughs> I think he's. I think he was always like pretty capable as an on-ball guy just because he is so big but you know there's but there's there were times where he would he would miss a rotation or something like that if his activity level is going up that's only going to be a good thing for us um and just his drives man like if you sag off of him he's going to drive into the plane drive into the paint he's going to hit you with the shoulder he's going to initiate contact 
And then he's out, he's at his spot. There's nothing you can do. There's no one stronger than him. It's not like you're going to push him off the spot. And he's too fast for someone drawing a charge. And if you do get in front of him, um, like Bridges did a couple of times, he just, he just hits you with a spin move going the other way. And then all those momentum turns, it's boom. Like he's at the rim right there. Bridges didn't have a chance in either game. I mean, it's just that's not the kind of player that Bridges is going to be able to guard. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> what do you do? It's it, he he's like Luca, but more physical um, and faster. And faster doesn't you know it doesn't shoot, he doesn't have passing. I'm not saying that, but it, it's right. like in terms of like the the players that Mikhail struggles with, like um, yeah. I don't know, I don't know who the who's the ideal Zion defender, Kawhi, like. I, I, yeah, I mean, you're going to start having to throw out, like, a Kawhi, Draymond. Um, you know, I, I'll be curious to see what maybe oh, – man, Toronto doesn't even really have anybody. Like, OG, maybe. I'd be, I'd be curious, but I think OG kind of runs in the same trouble that Mikhail does. Um, and then you start looking at, like – Giannis. Yeah, I don't even know. Well, yeah, I, I didn't want to say Giannis, but like you know, it's it's kind of. I can see like Grant Williams. Potentially. I, I don't know. It's like I don't think Grant Williams he's big. Has, it's not like, fast enough. Big, probably. but like yeah, I just don't think he's fast enough. I don't think the laterals there. I looked um, at uh, Tankathon's strength of remaining schedule, and we are twenty second, yeah. which means we have the eighth easiest. That's what you um, want. Yeah, that's what we want. Uh, the next team we're going to talk about actually has the easiest schedule remaining. Um. So that's interesting. They got 65 wins this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pelicans, it's looking like, you know, I, I'm, I'm confident. Like, I think, I think like I'm at a point now where heading into, heading into these games, I'm confident that we are going to win, which is not, which is not a place I was. Yeah, that was me last year. In years previous. <laughs> it's a weird deal. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see how long we can that's keep scrolling. I don't really know about the, the Ingram injury stuff, but I'm happy for him to take as long as he needs. If it means that Zion's going to be on the phone, you guys are winning anyway. All the time. Like, yeah. 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 Means, like, I think, I think maybe the injury has been a good thing for us because we have gotten back to the Zion point, whatever. And then it means that we can adjust for injuries that happen later, potentially. Um, yeah. Cause you know, I'm always, I'm always terrified of Zion going down just because of the force that he lands with. It's been, you know, dissected with sports science a billion times, but um, we're in a good place. Um, I guess we'll keep it rolling. I, I don't, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> how far do you think this can go? Um, I mean, again, I, I thought Memphis was the perfect comparison for you guys, right? Like, I, I think that this is a team that that should be really, really good in the regular season, especially given the schedule that you guys have. Like, I could see. Like, yeah, 60 wins might be pushing it, but like, you know, 57, 58 wins, I wouldn't be surprised, right? Um, I think I'd the be West, a little surprised at this point. Like, we're not on pace for like that, you know? What are you guys on pace for right now? Hold up, let's do the math real quick because we're 18, 18 and, and eight. eight. So, that's how do you, how do you do? If there wasn't, if so, if you just keep it simple and multiply that number by three, you get to 78. Which, 78. yeah, so 18 times three, which would be 54 wins. 54. Okay. 
and 24. Yeah. Which, and then you add and then there's <clears> four <throat> more games. You're adding a couple wins I can, there. Yeah, I can see I can see 50. I can, I can see above, I think above 50 is like would For be sure. yeah. I think it's surprising if we go below 50 at this point. But yeah. Um I'd be static with that so we'll see yeah uh and that should get you home court even as tight as the top of the last oh, series i i yeah. um no one's i mean no one's really outpacing no one's outpacing us in the west right now so i yeah 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 it's also the same deal like another reason i love the memphis comparison is that you guys also have that sort of depth where like you guys can have injuries at the top and i feel like you guys are still going to find ways to win games so like i feel like that is um like that, that's going to make a big difference in terms of being able to get the regular season wins we'll see in the playoffs but 55 yeah, I mean, is the number in terms of matchup playoff matchup stuff i i mean we are a nightmare for a lot of teams like i, I still think that's true um yeah oh yeah i mean definitely. you guys came as close as you could have to beating us last year so yeah i mean, I, mean I, definitely, year, I think it's even better so in the west i mean i i think we fare better in the west versus a lot of these east teams um honestly yeah. yeah i think yes i think the warriors could give us a lot of trouble um i think denver but who else like the clippers healthy i think you guys are better than denver wow yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, you're right. But I, I, it's hard. Like, it's a hard pill to swallow, but yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm losing a little bit in Denver. Like, the playoff performances, like, the one run that we saw was so, like, it, that feels like the outlier, right? More so yeah. than some of the other losses they've had. Yeah. So that, I don't know. And, like, I get that they're, like, healthier this year for sure, but, like, the, you know, Jamal is not the same guy, um, you know, and one step back three doesn't change that. Memphis so, could give us trouble, too, honestly. So, yeah, which is which is funny because we've kind of owned Memphis like in the past three or so years, but they, they blew us out recently um, mm-hmm. just with like JJJ, Ja. Like we don't really we don't really have anyone that can stay in front of Ja. That's like a good guard. Um, I guess you could stick Daniels on him and see how it goes, but. Um, but how know. many minutes are you gonna be able to play Daniels in the playoffs? Yeah, I don't know if Daniels is like ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, yeah, the back backcourt defense is probably like the biggest question mark. Yeah. Like how how do you guys manage that? But I mean, at the same time, if Alvarado is giving you a lot offensively, then it kind of takes care. He of He that, but I mean, if Alvarado, as long as Alvarado's hitting threes, like he should be out yeah. there because he is really good defensively, and um, he yeah. he gave Chris Paul problems in the playoffs too. So. Yeah, big problems. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm happy. He's been there. He knows. Okay. Um, we're going to move on to the best team in the league right now, uh, the Celtics, who have the best offense. I don't know if this is still true, but, I mean, it, it doesn't I believe matter. They do. Because they – yeah, they've, they've they had the best, best offense in NBA history by offensive rating. Um, don't say that. Don't say that. I hate that. Because we're not even at this, oh, not at the end of December yet. So I don't want to hear like, oh, they have the best offense of all time, any of that. Like this well, is had, okay, two months. That's not even what size. I said. I said they've had the best. They've had the best <laughs> offense, offense in history by offensive rating. That's a true statement. No, they don't. Because offensive rating would count the whole season. 
if at the end of the season that number is still there, then they do. They're like, on pace. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting so pissed off because StatMuse shows, like, they tweet that stuff all the time. I hate that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Your team had it for a second, right? Uh, we did, yeah. And I was like, no, no, like, it's going to come back down to earth. Like, we're in November. Like, it's not, that's not how you should say it. It's not right. It's not right. <laughs> that is my hill that I'm dying on. <laughs> Tame and Brown have become the best duo in the league now. Okay. Think yeah. about it. Can you pick? I mean, no, no, you're not. You're yeah. fight. There's no one better. I mean, think, if you think about it, there's not. Oh, when healthy. <laughs> There's a couple, couple others that they may challenge. But, you think? Right, I mean, I'll give it to you. You think AD and LeBron? When healthy, uh, Kawhi and PG when healthy. Um, Giannis so and Middleton so when healthy. <laughs> I'm so. May, out. may even shout out. You're you're out on the who? Clippers. Why? Because he doesn't play. Yes, they don't fucking play. They they they're still treating, winning games. They're treating kind of like what they're like five hundred. They're treating the they're treating the season like it's a simulation or something. Like with like, I I don't. I might be back on the Clippers train now. I feel bad for. I'm like, the, I feel so bad for Lou. Like I, I can't believe. Like, <laughs> he shitty, might get coach out of the year out of this. Shitty has to feel bad for why it has to be like insufferable. Like I. <laughs> Kawhi's been good, like defensively, uh, he's like coming back, but like offense yeah. is the worse. So that's interesting. But I think I mean, it's, yeah, it's gonna take time. They're averaging they're still 58 points per game together. Who? Tatum, Tatum Brown? Brown? Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm right now they are. I, I give okay, you, yeah. I'm just saying that when healthy, there there are some names that could, you know, there's some duos in the league. That yeah, I'm not a huge be. Brown guy either, but yeah, um, I mean Tatum's looks. Yeah, Tatum can be MVP here. That, oh well, yeah, Luka, but you know, I think he's still be. Everyone, Luca's still the favorite, which is insane to me right Should now. Be. It's the best player in the league. They're like fifteen and twelve. I don't, they'll figure it out. They're not even fifteen and twelve. I think they, they dropped. They're thirteen and thirteen right now. <laughs> yeah, like what? What? Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. Tatum yeah. should be the but, favorite. Like the West is so close, they could end up top four. Um, and like his teammates are so much worse. Like Boston as a whole is so much better. Yes, they're juggling. And we'll talk. Yeah, they are the fifty-eight points per game is the highest points per game by two players on the same team over the course of regular season in NBA history. It's the highest duo. Fine. Well, they're on pace. On pace. Whatever. (laughs) Um, pretty crazy though. It's better than Kobe and Shaq. Like, just think about it. Um, this is what Kawhi. This is what Kawhi and PG are supposed to be. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh man, like two guys, that, yeah, that play a lot and make two play, elite wings. Two elite wings that actually play, and yes. they're at the top of their conference. And then the Clippers are sitting there at <laughs> seven to the West, wherever the hell they are. Um, the middle, the middle. They're, they're like three games over 500 right now. All right. 
They played the. They lost the Magic like two days ago. Oh man! With the whole team. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so over them. That's unbelievable. It, I am. The uh, Celtics make 18 threes a game. That's the best in the league by a lot. Um, they're passing yeah. up. They pass up all the good shots for the better shots. It's kind of like, like the the level of like connectivity is like the Spurs from 2014. Like it's just like, yeah, like the pass, like the the passing isn't like as inventive. Like I think I think the decisions they're making are a little easier. But like the good shot, and that's what you want, right? Stuff like, is yeah, like it's it's pretty wild to see. Brown's yeah. shot making is so good now, like that his inability to dribble sometimes is not even like an issue <laughs> anymore because he can kind yeah. of shoot over the top of you from where he's standing. Um, yeah. Horford's going Horford's going steady. They rest him a lot. He didn't play on Saturday night versus Golden State. Um, and they're resting him because they can, because they've got guys like Hauser who have came in, um, even playing Luke Cornett, uh, Vonley too. Yeah, everyone's doing production. They've got a pretty big rotation. This is all without Rob Williams, by the way, and their defense has suffered because of him being out. Um, That's the scary thing. They're still top five in defense, are they? Or do they slip a little bit? No, I think they're like ninth or something. But it's going to get better because Williams said like he was day to day like two days ago or something. Yeah, he's coming back sooner than I think we all expected. Um, yeah. Their offense probably gets worse when he comes back because they won't have five five guys who can shoot the three in their starting lineup right. anymore. Uh, but their defense is going to get a lot better. I feel confident about that. Um, they just extended Horford, by the way, so he'll be around for probably this year and two years uh, mm-hmm. in the future. Um, Brogdon is was the Incredible. big addition to this team in the offseason, and he's he's kind of at a point in his career where he's he can be the guy if it means that he's the guy for 20 minutes a, a night. Where and he's admitted this, um, this, this season in press conferences and interviews where like his, his body could not take the strain of being like the number one option in Indiana for like. 30 minutes a night but it can take the but it can if he plays like 18 minutes a night so he's playing it's the that's all they need yeah they have the option to close games with him if they want and if you think about their guards where it's brogdon smart and white they can pick two out of those three to close the game just roll with it and yep. depending on the you need to pick two yeah sometimes they can even pick one yeah. yeah, I mean, depending on the situation, they can tinker their lineup in so many ways. Uh, Missoula's really hasn't been a problem coaching-wise. Um, they finally have, like, the guard play that I think people were calling for. Um, and, and Tatum's kind of – Tatum's been a better playmaker this year as well early on. He's yeah, just so more, like – he's so much more willing to, like, attack the basket because this is a problem for him even as recently as, like, two years ago where he was just yeah. settling for jumpers and kind of – um, like not being aggressive, he wasn't really getting to the line. Um, and now it's yeah. now it's kind of turned turned around here, and um, and he's been really, you know, really aggressive. Um, they're they're a great road team. Like it doesn't really matter if yeah. they're playing at home in the road. They kind of they like destroyed people on the road this year. Um, they killed the Suns. <laughs> Yeah, Phoenix, Christ. Christ. I knew it was coming. 
uh, without Horford and CP3 was back. Hey, man, uh, look, look, look. Dallas also killed us, you know, on national TV. We're just bad at national TV games. <laughs> it's terrible. This don't show up. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I would, that's not as big of a win as anybody wants to make it out to be. It felt it. like the game said. Oh, no, it did. Yeah, I, I was it having flashbacks. It's just like they came out and the game was over, like immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't understand. No, how that, it just wasn't. What's up? I don't understand how that can happen ever again after the playoff game. Dude, you don't understand. Like, this team is fragile as hell. Like, everybody like on this team. Huh? I do. They are like they they just break. They don't show up for like certain games. I I don't understand what happens. It's just a broken, broken team. Um, and we had our like fun couple of weeks of like Booker scoring like 30, 40 a night. And then now we're just like back to no, like we gotta get rid of so many of these guys. Like it's so bad. Um but Landale has really fallen down to earth. Everybody's falling down. Like, yeah, the whole bench unit is like we are back to the point where at the start of the season we're like, yeah, we need depth, and like we're back to that point now where it's like, yeah, we need to find some depth. So I don't know, it's been bad. But anyway, Celtics. Let's talk about a team that's actually good, may actually do something in the playoffs. (sighs) They lost to the Warriors by a lot on Saturday night. Um, Tatum played. Although it was close until the fourth, wasn't it? Not. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors were kind of comfortably ahead for no that game. Um, and I watched I watched a good amount of it. And it seemed like Tatum, it's kind of, I mean, it just struck me as like a psyched out thing. Like they, like they, the Warriors <laughs> defense really turned it on in that game. Um, yeah. Like they, they, haven't, they had a lot to play for. Yeah. Like they hadn't been doing that previously this year. And they really yeah. like, they were, they were running hard back in transition and like, weren't messing up the rotations at all. They're playing drop against Steph because they didn't have Horford. Um, I mean, they were playing drop against Steph last year anyway, so I don't know. But, I mean, but, like, they weren't, like – They had Robin. But it was, like, with Blake Griffin. Like, it, it was, like, a uh, new yeah. level of, like, sag off and just yeah. let him kill yeah. you. So he, had, he had too much space. Clay finally got going and uh, had a really good first half. Um yeah, I don't know. I I mean, it was kind of one of those games where the shots weren't falling, but um, the Celtics are still – they've still been elite. They have the easiest remaining schedule in the league. Um, they The Heat beat them, I think, in that – the Heat played them back-to-back and both games were close, and the Heat won one of them. But um, in that game, I think Kyle Lowry – like the shots that the Heat were making with Jimmy and Lowry were ridiculous, and the Heat hasn't been good this year. But um, the Celtics are – they're not. They're not like far and away the number one seed in the East. The the Bucks are only one and a half games. The Bucks keeping up, which is kind of weird to think about. The Bucks have had a pretty easy schedule so far, though, um, and they just got Middleton back, so it's, things are going to heat up here. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't see how you can't have the Celtics as the title favorite right now for what they're doing. Like their their offense is just ridiculously good. They just come out. They come out. They'll make six threes in the first quarter, and the game just feels over. Um, and with when they get robbed back, they'll have a new way to, to beat you with locking down the paint. Um, and they're just th- th- so many guys who can play, who can shoot, and who can shoot, dribble, and pass. And the team doesn't really have a weakness. Yeah. Um, 
no, I mean, you're not wrong about that. Uh, I think the the only question mark is maybe how they match up against Milwaukee. Um, but again, I mean, if Rob's back, then that changes that whole, you know, formula yeah. as well. Um, the numbers are like almost too good to believe. Like, that's my only thing that like you would think that they would have to come down to earth at some point. Um, they got what, like one, two, three, four, four guys shooting above 45% on more than three takes a game from three right now. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. <laughs> like, uh, the Miami teams that I really like that like had wings that could shoot probably had like two guys over 40%. And that was impressive. Um, on like that level of uh, attempts. And I mean, you got even Blake Griffin, who's you know only on one and a half takes a game, but he's shooting 50%. Derek White is at 41%. So, I mean, like, it's just all the role guys are just clicking right now. Um, it doesn't feel like they can miss. And uh, I don't know, I'm, but it's quality looks. So I, it might actually be sustainable is the, the scary thing, I think, for everybody else in the league. Um, I think that both things can be true where like, yes, I think they are the favorite in the East, but I do think that if Milwaukee played them, they would lose. But like in terms of the matchups, like that might not be how it goes. Right. Right. Like by the end of the year, if we're sitting here and Milwaukee is playing someone in round two that beats them, like mm-hmm. the Cavs, like that, that's, that's an outcome that could happen. But I do think like yeah. if the two, if, if Milwaukee and Boston were to play and Middleton's there, then I think, yeah, the Bucks probably win. Yeah. I, I think that's fair, fair to say. I, I think, yeah, especially like, I can't see Boston losing to anybody else. Definitely they're the favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, anything else on them? No, I mean, I think we covered everything. Like it's just, this team is an absolute juggernaut at the moment. Um, they are everything that we wanted Phoenix to be last year, but I think this is probably a little bit more legit. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're winning most of these games pretty comfortably too. So um, scary. So many options too, right? Like, like you're saying, like there's just so much they can throw at you. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what you do to, to beat them especially in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, they're still they're still a pretty young team, too. So it's not like you're getting – like, you're not going to get, like, a lot of rest advantage against them. Um, no, you're not going to be sitting Tatum and Brown much at all. They, they rest Horford, but that's kind of it. Like, they play so freaking hard every game. Um, yeah. And you really see that with a lot of these veteran teams. Like, you're not seeing that from the Clippers, certainly. You're not seeing that from the Lakers. Um, even Golden State, like, they'll take nights off. Um yeah, team that's that's coming at you pretty much every time they they take the floor. So uh, it's impressive to see. Um, okay, yeah. we're gonna end with the Hawks and then talk a little bit about the Raptors. Um, Hawks have been disappointing. <laughs> the trade that they made is a trade that you make when you are very close to winning a title. Um, they gave up a lot for Murray, and Murray has not been the problem this year, but he the just like the things that that had to happen for that trade to go down where they lose herder um and he's been really good for the kings they have they made the same mistake that the wolves made this year but the wolves made it in a bigger way and we, we we talked about them a lot um i think in our last episode but um trey's usage somehow his usage rate is actually up this year 
with even with Murray back with Murray like coming it's, into uh, the ball handle. It's kind of questionable right there. <laughs> yeah, it's questionable. I didn't believe I it. Really it's true. Yeah. Um, he's unhappy. Wow. Clearly, he's shooting poorly. There was a lot of there's yeah. that drama with McMillan earlier where he like sat out the game or whatever yeah. happened. And, like he wasn't prepared for the press conference. Like they asked him about it in, in the presser, and he like had no idea what to say. Like yeah. it was a disaster. Um, it was bad. They only make 10 threes per game as a team, which is pretty unbelievable considering all the shooting they have. Um, where Collins can shoot. Yeah, that's the team that I would expect just chuck them up. Yeah, like Collins. Hunter, you know, um, not Trey himself. On, yeah, Trey, Trey shoots. I mean, Trey's got to shoot like what nine per game, like probably. Like, uh, yeah, Boyan is a shooter. They have shooters off the bench. Um, in uh, what's his name? Uh, who are you thinking about? I don't know. Holiday. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's got to be Holiday. Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah. Justin Holiday? Both the Holiday. Either. Take your pick. Okay, yeah. I was. I think I'm thinking yeah. of Justin Holiday. Um, yeah. But, um, <clears throat> Trey is not running off the off-ball screens like he was earlier in the year. This is something that Zach Lowe tracked um, where he, he was like he was at like 12 per game early in the season. Now it's down to like three or four. So him not moving about the ball is like a disaster because um, I don't know. You just don't want to have him standing around. He needs, he needs to lean into more of the Curry role where, you know, he doesn't have the conditioning to run around all game like, like Curry does. But if he's coming off pin downs and sort of backdoor cutting and stuff that can open up a lot for you. Cause he, he is still someone who's going to grab the attention from the defense. Maybe two guys will go with him and then another guy can pop the three. Um, yep. And that's kind of what you got DeJounte in there for as well, right? Like to put Trey in more of those situations. Yeah. It's like, if like Murray is not someone who you really want catching shooting threes, like, nah. like it's kind of a weird, it's a weird fit if, if he's like off the ball um, and they don't really stagger him maybe as much as they should. But um, I think that, you know, the team's just kind of in a weird place. Their defense, their defense says like last year was a disaster. It's gotten a little better, but their offense is just not anywhere where near where it needs to be. Um, it doesn't seem like they're kind of like wolves East. Like they're just very unhappy after the big trade and like, yeah. Seems like Trey could be out, you know, in the next year or two, and Cat probably feels yeah. the same way. Um, man, DeAndre Hunter, I am disappointed. This is now, this is year four for him. Um, he had that great uh, game versus Miami in Game Four. They got swept in that series, and Trey was horrible. But um, he has really like like really showed nothing it's it, i think it's gonna go down as a pick they regret um i think he was we hyped him up a lot this year too no i thought he was gonna be very good and he, yeah. he is he's not like he just doesn't seem like he can create his own shot at all um and i don't think he's good enough as a defender to sort of warrant being someone that you'd want on your team long term as a title contender in like a three and d spot because yeah. i mean he can shoot pretty well but like he's not really creating offensively at all um, and I think that's kind of, I think some of that is due to like, they don't have a lot of motion in their offense. It's not really fun to watch anymore. Um, and yeah. Collins, I mean, Collins is like even more of an odd man out here because he's, he's always on the trade block. 
Um, he shoots like six times per game now or something. Like they're not even – they don't even have the option. Anymore. The best part about this team was when it was, it was Trey and Capella pick and roll or Trey and Collins, and then Trey is kind of going into the paint with like a triple option where he can either float it up, kick to the corner, or lob to the rolling big. And it, like that doesn't even happen anymore. Um, and that was always like the, the, the sort of unstoppable uh, feature of the team. So yeah. um, it's not good. I, I don't really know. I don't think they can solve this without a trade. I think everyone except for Murray and Trey should, and Okongwu should be on the trade block. Um, we're, we, we love Okongwu. Just toss Okongwu in there. <laughs> no, don't toss Okongwu unless you're getting. No, I'm saying you tossed him into the, the no trade. <laughs> no, I mean, unless you're getting a superstar back, I don't think you can trade him. He's good. Um, like maybe they need to play him more. I don't know if that would help. I think Capella Capella's kind of slowing down. He's, he's he's older than a lot of a lot of people realize. Um, and he, he limits. I mean, he's also pretty reliant on Trey. I feel like at this point. No, he's totally reliant on Trey. He, yeah. Like if he goes to another team, like like if the Suns picked him up, he'd be good because he'd he'd be with Paul. Yeah. But like if he yeah. if he's on some team that like I don't know, like if Capella's on the Knicks, like I, I don't know, like what. Maybe with Brunson. I don't know if that works out great. Yeah, yeah. like Capella on like. Honestly, I'd love to see him in Philly as a backup. That would be awesome. Yeah, right. but like Capella on a team with like on like the Clippers, like would not be successful because no. he needs someone to create shots for him and um, yeah. give him easy lobs and stuff. So yeah, I don't think this can be fixed without a trade. Like if they don't trade one of these guys and sort of consolidate and try to get better at 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 wing probably um i think is the solution i think it's going to go south fast and they're probably going to be in the plan again yeah um i I think that's kind of the the cap maybe a six seed here if they get lucky but um they're kind of in that that danger spot now yeah like you you got to figure something out and like the players you have right now just aren't aren't working Uh, i think the wings are yeah the, the biggest issue with this team because you have the guards you traded for the guard that you wanted um so you, you set up the backcourt exactly how you wanted now you just kind of need the wings to either show up or get somebody else uh, i will say the one like i guess caveat here is that um bogdan bogdanovich hasn't played a whole lot mm-hmm. but like I, I don't know how much that fixes either. He's not kind of your big sort of wings. He's not like a guard. creator. He's so, like he's like catching. Uh, he can be at times. I, I don't know. I, I I thought he had flashes of creativity. I think I like him. Yeah, I mean, he has juice, but like I, I think he's more of a sh- like he's like your volume three point shooter who can go like five. For he seven should be. Yeah, with the makeup game. of the team right now, yeah. But like I think yes. like the playmaking stuff is not really him. That's kind of on no. Trey. Like that's why they. Made but again, it. yeah, yeah. But you're not worried about the playmaking from Bogdanovich. But yeah, you, you just need someone to make shots right now. I like, think they, they, they need they to gener- both generate more threes, like take more threes yeah. and make more threes. And him coming back yeah. is like that. But like the list, it's not a solution. Are also not as good. Yeah. Yeah. So and for that, you got to figure something out with the offense where, again, like you're saying, either it's Trey off the ball or I don't know, like, I guess you can't even really give the keys anymore to Trey than you already have. So like, uh, I just don't know what, what they do. Um, I think you yeah, had this messaging. What's up? You had them as a fifth seed. 
Yeah, I had them in that like five six range, I think. Yeah, like, right below like, our top four, and them at five. Yeah, so I, I had, had Brooklyn a little lower. Yeah, I had them in the play in, but I also had the Sixers as the one seed. So yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think I feel pretty good about them being playing. Like I don't know, like the vibes are bad, but it's still early. But like, there's nothing that makes me think they're gonna like go on. You know, I mean, the only thing that makes me think that they might be a five or six seed is like the East is weak enough that like they could get away with it. You know, like there aren't a ton of great teams from that like six through 11, 12 range. Yeah, everyone's struggling. Yeah, that's true. So, but I, I think like, like Miami could pass them up easily. Like, I, I, I yeah. Like even though Miami doesn't have the talent and and you know stuff like they're kind of I think I think the game is kind of like passed them by at this point. <laughs> I, like, I, think, yeah. like, I think their window is probably closed, but um, you would think so, yeah. Like I still think like they could sort of tinker around and like make something happen in the trade market too. Um, and I, I, yeah, I mean, I I think that like. Like they're in trouble. I don't know. I, I don't I don't see this season being an out. I don't think there's an outcome for this season that's better than a first round exit for the Hawks. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. forget about the regular season. Yeah. In the playoffs, they're definitely I can't see them going much further than that. They match up pretty poorly with just about any of the top teams. Um and yeah, it's, I just don't know where the fix is, but yeah, I guess you kind of got to blow it up too, right? Because I mean, you've been talking about getting rid of Collins for years and never did it, and so now you pissed off Trey, and so if you lose Trey, like you, you got to like start over from scratch, right? So yeah, and that would be a rude awakening for a team that was in the conference finals two years ago. So, yeah, um, yep. and they were looking good. They seemed like they had a plan, and. I don't know. I, I liked a lot of what they had built. Right? I think we both did. Even last year, we were pretty high on going into the season. Yeah, we were. I mean, they had hurt. Yeah. Their defense was good. That was the main thing. Like their defense, yeah. like very, very good when when they were making yeah. that run. And now, now their offense and defense both aren't great. So, yeah, like yeah. I just I know, a lot of the guys just didn't develop the way that we expected them to. Either. No, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter has not gotten better. Hunter Collins, yeah. he's gotten worse if anything. Yeah, Collins I, sure. I think Collins has definitely gotten worse. Hunter's probably the yeah. same, but um, yeah. like they lost Herder. Herder was a big part of that team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bench, I mean, he had 31 in game seven or something. Or yeah, something. he has some big numbers. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's been disappointing. Yeah. Um, another team that's been disappointing, and this is where, where we, we will finish today. Um, the Raptors, who have lost back-to-back games to the Magic, um, Nick Nurse is running the starters into the ground once again. Um, Siakam uh, missed a month already, and he's back. But Jesus, like they they play everyone like thirty six minutes a game. Um, they kind of have to. They don't have a ton of depth. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Malachi Flynn has not developed at all. I think that's a that's a big part of this for the fan. For yeah. at least is why like like I think Van Vliet like probably has to play a lot. But I'm not yeah. sure about like. I'd be a little more careful with Siakam. I think like I, I like yeah. If you can get away with like having Ananobi create more offense for you, um, Barnes, that's the thing. Like Siakam, especially in the fourth quarter, is like it becomes like you have to go through him to create anything. 
right? Yeah, outside of he, like advanced. Like he has to work so hard for every like, like. There's no easy makes for yeah. Him. There's no easy buckets yeah. ever. It feels like. Yeah. Um, Barnes has really taken a step back this year after being like you know he was the rookie of the year last year. Um, really good. Yeah. And, was hitting threes and making plays really good on defense and he's been just so efficient offensively inefficient offensively um yeah. i don't know the nurse stuff is weird they they're still like they're doing all like the zone stuff that we've seen in the past like they're changing around their defense a lot um they they haven't had auto quarter this whole year i don't think but um yeah i think he's played yeah he, yeah if, I don't think he's played, if he's played it's been like five games um and eight games okay yeah Less than, less than a third of the season. So um, yep. he was a big addition for them. But, like, it, it, it's kind of another case where, like, their young players haven't really developed like we thought. Um, yeah. Where I think I think you – I think Trent is, sol- is solid, but, like, he's kind of like the shooter. Like, he's kind of like the Bogdanovich role in Atlanta where he, he's not really yeah. – really be expected to create. He's a little better defender, um, I think. But um, – like Boucher is someone who shows flashes and I think we both like, but he's not someone like they got Christian Coloco as their center um, on some of these nights. And like, I don't know, it's just, it's just not like a team that's really full of young talent. Like you would kind of hope that this could be a team that's sort of like the Grizzlies where they have a lot of guys who are, who are contributing, but um, it doesn't feel it. It just doesn't feel that way. Um, And yeah, I don't know. Do you I like do you think that I think they're probably I feel better about them turning it around, but among I mean among okay, you've got you've got four teams in the East right now who are struggling relative to expectations. Yeah. You've got Heat, Raptors, Hawks, and Bulls. I think the Bulls are probably done. Um yeah. like we didn't even really talk about them today at all because nah, but so, neither so we've close. been out on them. They're like multiple games below five hundred consistently. Yeah. Like their trade was a disaster where they trade Vucevic for, for Carter and, and that becomes Carter's yeah, pick that becomes Wagner. And now Carter's just better than Vucevic now, like already. And yeah. And Franz yeah. is really good too, obviously. Um, yeah. Although to be fair, we don't know how Carter would develop in Chicago. It would have been weird, but yes, yeah, so it probably would have been different, yeah. but like Vucevic, it's not like Vucevic's been good. Like he's, he's been no. like, um, Thad Young, yeah. another guy in the raft. Like they just have a weird amount of guy. Precious Achua is someone who's exciting. He's kind of been hurt recently. Um, but like that's the problem. All these guys are like exciting for like moments. Now Kai Flynn's got to give you CD on a what? Coach's decision. <laughs> oh, like the, he's, <laughs> he's he threw a whole bunch of letters at me. I was like, he's bad. Uh, um, yeah, no, that's bad. So like actually. among those four teams, who do you feel confident? Of? Who do you feel most confident about turning around? You got the Bulls. I mean, I'm, I'm a Heat guy. You think so it's like the Heat. I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the Heat, and then probably the Raptors, and the other two I'm not yeah. nearly as confident on. But yeah, the Heat still. But the Raptors them. also is like it's pretty dependent on like Siakam being like like second team All NBA level. So I don't know. I feel that way with the, the Heat too a little bit with Butler because a little bit. Yep. But Bam, they also have like Bam that can kind of step up. Bam's been interesting. He, I think he had like 30 points against the Clippers, which like yeah. good, that's a good like sign. Um, but right. kind of like, like like a lot more. They have all these like tiny guards, like like Vincent and like oh my god, that yeah. the, the contract Martin? Robinson has is probably the worst in the league right now. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, 
Yeah. He just never plays. Struess is solid. Struess is a bigger guy, but a lot of their guards are kind of small. Um, Yeah. And they don't have like the Tucker in the middle anymore to sort of, sort of bang with the, like, you don't, I don't think you want to have Butler guarding the best offensive player on the other team while being the. Yeah. They just ran out of wings. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're a team that can kind of run out of gas if, if, if Spolster is not smart, which he is, but um, yeah, we'll see. All right. But yeah, with Toronto, I just feel like that it's just not enough creation anywhere, and like I, I don't know who like fixes that, right? Like again, you need Siakam to kind of do everything for you, and it's like it was the same way last year, and it somehow worked out because you, I, I think you got like a certain like people were outplaying their expectations last year. Right? Like a guy like Scotty was playing a lot better than maybe we thought he would be coming in, but this year without that, like I, I just don't think I don't know where like the fix comes in for Toronto. Like all these guys are, are just exciting in moments, but like I really don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it either. I mean, I think all I think all these teams are in trouble. I think the Heat, like I think the Heat will probably finish the season as like the six seed, seven seed. Yeah, a Toronto, uh, Toronto in Atlanta, I think you'll both probably in the plan. Honestly, um, yeah. Like the Knicks are kind of like staying, keeping pace with all of these teams right now, which I didn't. Well, the Knicks have won quite a few straight, right? um they they just came up into i think it's like the top four four yeah they won four in a row so yeah they won four in a, like they're the eight two right now toronto's behind them miami's one step behind them atlanta's actually yeah. i mean atlanta's 14 and 13 like they're 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 still the best off of, out of the group that we mentioned right now but yeah like, they got the biggest problems up. i feel like the east is really bunched up besides boston milwaukee and cleveland Honestly, and Brooklyn's yeah. been better than expectation. I'm sure we'll hit on them um, later episode. next week or something. But, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that's all we got. So. Yeah. View. We'll see how the Pelicans can survive. Fifty-five wins. Yeah, I, know. I think fifty-two. That's my prediction. Fifty-two. Fifty-two and thirty. Do you think they finished top of the West? No. No. Who do you got top of the West now? Memphis. I think Memphis is going to pass them up. And also, I also think you can't, you can't rule out Denver either. Denver's 16 and 10. That's who I thought would be the top of the West at the beginning. Of the yeah. Yeah. Um, it could still happen with Phoenix, but I mean, I think we're too deep. Uh, like, I don't think it's realistic with Golden State and the Clippers no. or Dallas. I think yeah, it's going to be between that, us. Denver and Memphis, and I probably think Memphis is going to take it, but okay. I, I I'm honestly going to go with y'all. I think y'all will find a way. You're jinxing us, <laughs> maybe. Okay. It's a little bit of revenge. I got to get my revenge. <laughs> <laughs>